In every neighborhood, there is one house that adults whisper about and children cross the street to avoid. Now, Wes Craven, creator of A Nightmare on Elm Street, takes you inside. Something's in here. We gotta get out of here, Leroy. All sorts of rumors about what goes on in that house. The police never took it serious. She's been feeding that thing between the walls again. Very, very tense about this. What goes on in this house is a sin. But what goes on under the stairs is a nightmare. Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs. Alrighty, welcome everyone to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And as always, I'm Johnny. And I'm Randy. Hey, look, you got the meter up with your voice. Hey, how about that? And we have a special edition today of uh, Small Town Horror. Uh, last week, it was my favorite of April, and it was... Which one? Come on. Return of the Living Dead. Yes, The Return of the Living Dead. And this week, you picked... The People Under the Stairs. I have not seen this film in years. It's a, I didn't realize how long it had been since I seen it until we started watching it. Because there was some stuff I was like, yeah, I remember that. And then some stuff happened and I was like, whoa, I forgot about that. I'll tell you what, man. Before we even get started on this podcast, i got to say that i am been flying high here this last weekend. I just got back from Nashville from the Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Festival that I go to every single year. I didn't get to go. Yeah, uh, it was me and Randy was supposed to go together. We were going to... Talk to some celebrities. We're going to try to actually see if we could get a couple of them just to give us maybe even just a little five-minute little interview to put on the podcast. But last minute, things come up and Randy wasn't able to make it. So me and my wife, who we go every year, we took our twin girls and we had a blast. The pictures he put all over Facebook to rub it in my face. Yeah, and if you want to see the pictures, check it out on uh, Instagram at Small Town Horror, uh, Johnny and Randy. Even yeah. though I didn't get to go. Huh? Even though I didn't get to go, he put it on our joint podcast. <laughs> yeah, I put, I put it on our, on our Instagram. Just for me to, you know, rub it in my face a little bit more. But yes, uh, our actual uh, Instagram is not no longer Small Town Horror Podcast. It's actually Small Town Horror Johnny, uh, what's that? Underscore. Underscore Randy. So that's our new actual Instagram. Right on. Same account, just different name. And our Twitter is the same, at SmallTHorrorPod. And I'm posting pictures on that, too. Of course. Just so, more stuff for me to look at to remember the fact that I didn't get to go. That ain't wasn't my fault, buddy. Yeah, I know. But anyway, that being said, um, before we get started, you want to even give a little bit of your thoughts? I mean, what did it hold up after all these years, or what? It did. It, did. It's, it, it was a more... Uh, <clears throat> It was more of a comedy than I remember it being. Yeah. But, like I said, it, I, I was little last time I remember seeing it. <laughs> and I just, you know, rewatching it now, 
just made me further realize how much my mom and dad didn't necessarily care what I watched. Because <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't remember it having the language that it had in it. Ah, uh, yeah, it had a few uh, spots in there, but it yeah. wasn't bad. No, it wasn't terrible. Bro. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. It is. What it is. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Mm. Nah. Well, does it seem like it's been forever since we recorded? It really does. And you know, guys, well, guys and gals, we don't record each week. Sometimes no. we try to get a few ahead. You know, no, we get up at five o'clock on a Friday morning, <laughs> right as these things are supposed to be posted, and then you know, right, right. That's just how we roll. Uh, but you know, they come out every other week, and there's sometimes we'll actually do two months in advance and then let it go and then then we'll slack off and we're like dang it we gotta get caught up so you know, we've been caught up you know before in the past to where we were like you know what let's hold off and wait right let's, let's, you know let's give let's let's wait a little bit longer but then we've been like hey man we got this coming out tomorrow we got to do it tonight and uh some good news before we get started to share uh we finally actually got a review on apple Podcasts. did we really yes and this is our third review on Apple Podcasts, and we are now sitting at three ratings, and all of them gave us five stars. Wow. So, that is awesome. So, and like I said, they actually wrote us a nice little review, so. We're not going to tell you what it is, though. We're going to let you go review us and read what they say. Right. And then you can tell us whether or not you agree with them. There you go. In the review. Right. That you're going to leave. So. On Apple Podcasts. Hopefully. Maybe. Or Spotify. It'll be either way. Or Anchor. Or, you know, send us an email at the email is like www.way too long to tell you right now because I don't have enough time because I've got to go to bed in four hours.com. Any suggestions you have, ladies and gentlemen who listen to this podcast, if y'all want to suggest anything, hit us up uh, on our social media or you can email us at smalltownhorrorjrpod at gmail.com. It's the longest email. No, it's not. <laughs> But actually, uh, a guy that we work with, um, yeah, he's our boss. He's actually uh, recommended us a few of them. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a couple that me and Johnny were like, yeah, we need to. We're going to eventually try and do that. And then he would keep popping up with different movies, and I'm thinking, man, I ain't seen that one either. I ain't seen that one either. We got to do that one too. Right. He was talking about Shocker today. Yeah, and I've never seen Shocker. I never have either. But with that being said, man, uh, you ready to hit us up with a summary? Yeah. You want a long one? You want a short one? Whatever, bud. I mean, the short one's kind of, you know. All right, well, then give us the long one then. Um, but the, the long one's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> What about this? Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Two, <laughs> <laughs> Two adults and a juvenile break into a house occupied by a brother and sister and their stolen children. There, they must fight for their lives. See, I don't know why I read that one. Why? Because it gives spoilers. You're not supposed to know that yet. Okay, well, then read another one. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> the people know now. This film came out in 1991. I'm sure a lot of people have seen this film and know what's going to happen. How many of them remember that they were actually brother and sister, though? I don't know. You just spoiled it. Thanks. I did the, the, the thing with the thing on it. <laughs> so, anyway, oh my that ruined it. So All right, so that's been this episode of Small Time. We Horror. hope you enjoyed it. Uh, spoiler free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, before we get going, though, yeah, definitely. This is a spoiler, so if you have not seen the film, if you haven't seen a film that came out 29 years ago, or actually it's been longer than that. When did it come out? 1991. Wow. 
it came out the little my little. <laughs> Say that again. It came out the year my little sister was born, <laughs> and she's fixing to turn like I don't know, 31, 32, hmm. 31. Yeah, so it's thirty-one years ago. Time flies, man. Man, I feel old now. So the people under stairs is a rated R film that came out in nineteen ninety-one. It's an hour and forty-two minutes, and I did not realize it was categorized as a horror slash comedy film. I, I didn't realize it either, but now it makes perfect sense. And I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I feel like this cast was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Robbie played woman. She did a fantastic job. Yeah, she. It was almost like a mommy dearest. Yes. Type. Yeah, she did really good. Everett McGill played man. That was his name in it. He did a fantastic job. Yeah, his, his role was a. It wasn't as. I don't know. It was like he was the creepy part at first, mm-hmm. and then she started going crazy, and, and then she was creepy. So. And then Brandon Adams played fool. And then we have Sean Wellman. He played Roach. Uh, AJ Langer, she plays Alice. And then Vin, uh, I don't even know how you say his name. Ving Rams. Played Leroy. And then Kelly Joe Minter played Ruby Williams. FYI, she was in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child. I don't I answer that one. And I've met her. And Jeremy Roberts played Spencer. Who? Jeremy Roberts played oh. Spencer. And Bill Cobbs played Grandpa Booker. Bill Cobbs is such a good actor. Oh, he's such a good actor. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if you're ready to get into film, that's the cast. So so what did you think about it? Well, I've seen the film before, but now watching it, because, dude, I have not seen it in years. Man, I, I, I dug it. Uh, did it hold up to what you remember? Here's what's funny about it. It it did. It held up very well. But now that I'm older, I appreciate the acting so much better. <laughs> Is that that's crazy? <laughs> I feel like uh I mean they just named her woman and man. Yep. They stole the freaking show. Yeah, they did a really good job. They played really well off each other. Yes. They really did. And it was just I know you've never seen Sleepaway Camp. Nope. But um the mom reminded me of Angela's mom in Sleepaway Camp, which you'll have to check that out. But, yeah, I mean, and of course, there was some corny stuff in there, like when Fool punched the dog in the face and <laughs> said the little one-liners. But, I mean, but I like the fact that, uh, okay, going back, this is going, and I know you're going to be like, oh, you're just bragging because you met some people. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Leave me alone, sir. I'm going to edit this part out. No, I had a one-on-one conversation with um, the actor that played Doofy in Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. What's his name? I'm getting it right here because I always forget. Shameful. Don't, don't. Come on now. <laughs> I know his first name, but it's always his last name what gets me. Dave Sheridan. Sheridan. He played Doofy. This past weekend, he was there, and we were talking about different types of horror movies. And he had mentioned that he really likes and prefers horror comedy. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. I said, it's funny. I said, because my fa- one of my favorite horror films is The Return of the Living Dead. And it doesn't take itself seriously, in my opinion. Right. And I felt like this movie almost did the same thing. Oh, yeah. So It was almost to the point where there was, like, it tried to be a scary movie. But, like, the funny just 
like and, and uh, what was weird is the funny in this movie wasn't necessarily there to be funny just to be outlandishly funny. Right. It was like hidden stuff. Like yeah. the, the quips between, you know, Fool and, and the man and, you know, like one-liners and stuff like that. Yep. Or just scenes where, like, uh, the man would be hiding stuff and then he opened up the wall and there'd just be an arsenal of guns. Just right. There. You know, it, was, it wasn't stuff necessarily made to, to just make you up and laugh, but it was stuff that you would just kind of chuckle at. Right, right. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, now, like I said, now that I sit here and I'll, I watch it now... I really appreciated the acting in it. I thought it was a good job. It was, man. It was a really good job. All right, brother. Whenever you're ready. If you're ready, we'll go ahead and get into it. So we open up to a tarot reading. All we've got is just a bunch of cards going around. And they're just showing the different cards. And you hear a woman talking, and she's explaining each card. Uh, talking about the swords card. And then you hear another voice, who we find out is Fool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, she's basically what it is, is it's Ruby. Uh, I, I don't know if it's actually full sister or not, but or somebody that she just he just knows. Um, but it's Ruby basically giving full a tarot reading, and then she starts talking about he he pulled the full card, and that's how he got his name the first time she did a tarot reading for him. And so you find out it's actually Fool's thirteenth birthday, and um, so they're they're going through the little tarot reading. Well, then Fool pops up. He's reading a book. You see him just kind of scanning over this book. And then you hear some people talking in the background. He walks over to the couch where there's a little girl sitting, and he covers her up. And then he walks into the uh, to this open door, and you see uh, a woman laying on the bed, and she's kind of coughing. And uh, you find out that that's actually a fool's mother, mm-hmm. and it's Ruby is actually sitting there, kind of talking to to his mom. So she walks over to the door, getting ready to close it, and he's like, "Well, what's going on?" And she's like, "Nothing. You need to know about fool." And then she goes to, to actually shut the door. Right. Well, then, then we get introduced to to Leroy, who is actually Ruby's boyfriend, and he's in there talking to Fool, and they're going back and forth, and Fool's trying to figure out, you know, exactly what's going on, and Leroy pretty much tells him, he's like, you're getting evicted, you know? Right. You didn't pay, and it was weird because he said, you didn't get, your mom didn't pay the rent, she's three days past due, and then once you go three days past due, you have to pay triple the rent or you get evicted. Right. So it was like, it was set up to where you miss one payment, you're, you know, they're booting you out. Right. Come to find out, they're the, actually the last tenants that live in that building, and the owner's trying to get rid of them so they can, like, sell the building or something. So then Leroy's time to talking to him, and he's telling Foy, he's like, you want a way to earn this money? Because he's <laughs> like, if you don't have the money, you guys are going to get kicked out. So he's basically telling them, we got a way for you to earn this money. He's like, you're going to do his job for us. So he's like, all right, something's fishy. So you don't know really what's going on. Well, then it goes to a shot of a man sitting in front of a fireplace. Mm-hmm. And he is going to town on some ribs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess it was ribs. I don't know. I really couldn't tell. Well, it kind of does, does a pan out shot, and a little girl brings him another plate. And he just kind of looks at her like, you know, what are you doing? Right. Why, why are you over here by my plate? So then it pans out a little bit farther, and it shows a woman. And she's, I don't even remember what she was doing. But she was mouthing the little girl. I don't remember what she said. What do you, when they're eating the ribs? Well, the woman. Ah. Oh, the little girl said something. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the woman said, don't talk and don't speak unless you're spoken. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're just going back and forth talking about, they're saying something about people burning in hell. This is like, that's the one thing that they always say yes. throughout the whole movie is 
somebody does them wrong, they're going to burn in hell. Yep. She gets up and walks over to the man while he's munching down on his ribs and puts another plate down. And then he all of a sudden, he takes a bite. He's sitting there chewing. And then he reaches in his mouth and pulls out something throws it in a plate. And he's like, dang, buckshot. And he's got a whole bowl <laughs> full of just buckshot. Right. <laughs> where he's been eating these, this meat. Do you think it was people? I th- you know. That rib cage stood up awful. You know what? Uh, you know, given what I seen a little bit later in the movie, yeah. I, I'd almost guarantee you it was people feet. Or people meat. <laughs> people feet. People feet. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so he spits that out. You see the whole bowl of buckshot. Well, then we get a shot of Fool on the street. It's just a big shot of the street. Fool's running down the street. He ends up meeting up with Leroy. He goes over to, Leroy, I guess, Leroy and uh, Ruby's apartment. Mm-hmm. So he goes in there, and they're sitting there talking, and they're arguing back and forth. Basically, what it is is Leroy's trying to show or trying to tell Ruby, you guys don't have any money. Fool's going to do this job for us, and she's trying to talk him out of it, talking about, hey, well, we don't want him doing that. He's going to be a doctor one day or something. Right. So basically what it all boils down to is in Ruby and Leroy trying to kind of get into it. She grabs him. He's like, don't grab me, don't touch me. And he's basically what it is is Leroy wants him to do a job about breaking into a, the landlord's house. Right. That owns their apartment. And because he's heard stories about how they have a treasure hoard, a bunch of gold coins. Right. That's supposed to be worth a whole lot of money. And so that's all it boils down to. Like, the way he's going to keep his family from getting evicted is he's supposed to break into this house and steal all these gold coins. It's basically what it all boils down to. So now you get a shot of who is known in the movie as Mama or Woman. Right. She's walking into a bedroom, and there's a little girl sitting at a uh, in a chair. It looks like she's been eating supper or something. The woman walks over there. And it was a really weird because she picks up the plate. She looks at the plate. She's like, did you lick this? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, no, mama. No, I didn't. I didn't lick it. So she grabs the plate. She goes to turn around. And uh, she's looking at the plate. She's like, where's your fork? Mm-hmm. She said, I brought you a fork. And so the, the little girl starts panicking. She starts freaking out. She's like, I must have dropped it. I must have dropped it. So she gets on her hands and knees and she's looking through over there. Well, all of a sudden, out of the little vent... The vent opens up and a hand pops out with holding a fork. Right. And it was like a really weird looking hand. Had long fingernails. It was really pale. dirty, pale. Yep. So the the fork, he, the hand comes out holding the fork, hands it to the girl. She picks it up. She's like, hey, I found it. I knew I dropped it somewhere. And she hands it over to the woman. Well, then the man walks in. And the man, he's like, he's stressed out, talking about somebody broke into their, their liquor store or something. Um, and he's like stressed out. He's got a stress headache. He just keeps saying stress, just tension, tension, tension. Well, then mom, the woman says, "Yeah, fix, uh, oh, go ahead." Fix it. She was a little weird yeah, on this part. Yeah, the woman says, uh, "Well, Alice has been a very bad girl." And then she goes, like she wants her to be punished. She wants the man to punish the girl. And he says, "Just remember, don't bruise her face." Yeah. She turns around to leave. Well, the man takes off his belt, starts wrapping it around his fist. Yep. So he's fixing to basically go to town on the girl. Right. It was just, it was really weird. Like, it wasn't even like, I don't know. It just seemed weird. Felt weird, anyway. I thought he was going to sexually. Yeah, and that's kind of where I thought it was going to at first. Mm Mm-hmm. But then when he started, you know, wrapping the belt around his fist, I was like, all right, he's just going to, you know. Beat on her for a minute, yeah. Yeah. 
So, <clears throat> so now we get Leroy is driving in a van with uh, a guy, and was, we find out his name is Spencer. So they're driving through the van, and they're talking about the plan as far as the house, and Spencer's asking where's Fool, and he's like, he's scoping the house out, basically. So then you get a shot of Fool dressed up as a Boy Scout. He's walking up to the house, knocking on the door. Well, he knocks on the door, the mail slot opens up. Mm-hmm. Like somebody's looking through the mail slot, and as soon as he sees it, it shuts, and then somebody starts rattling right up above him on the light, and the light starts flickering. Yep. So he doesn't get anybody at that door, so he goes around. He's going to the back door. He starts knocking on the back door. Nobody comes to the back door. He looks over, and there's this little pond, and you can hear the frogs going crazy. So he walks over to the pond, and he throws something in it. Well, a woman comes out, and she sees him. And she's like, you know, you know, what are you doing? And he's he's going through his whole spiel. He's like, oh, we're, you know, I'm going around selling cookies, you know, <laughs> trying to raise money for people with cerebral palsy. And she he played like, it pretty good. Yeah, he really did. And she was like, no, we're we're trying to watch what we eat. You can go now. And he was like, but can I use your bathroom? I, you know, I'm, they have us out here all day long, and I need to use the bathroom. And she's like, no. She's pretty much shooing him away. Yeah, and it's funny because he grabs in front of his pants. He's like, I really got pee. Yeah. So she's pretty much just shooing him away. She's like, no, no, you can go and. She walks into the door and she's kind of looking at him through the little peephole. And he, and the whole time he's sitting there thinking, "All right then, okay." Like he's say, like saying, "Yeah, all right, all right then." Yeah, and he just keeps staring at her. I was like, "Yeah, it was weird." Yeah, it, but what he was doing was checking out the house. Yeah, and he the whole time he was just kind of looking everything over. Well, then it goes back to him in the van with Spencer and Leroy, and they're you know he's they're basically they're picking his brain for what he's seen mm-hmm. you know so you know how was this was this locked he's like yeah there were padlocks on here there were padlocks on the outside and all this kind of stuff he was like well what about the security he's like well they wouldn't she wouldn't let me in the house he's like didn't you tell her you know you had to go to the bathroom he's like she wouldn't let me in the house so then Leroy and Spencer start going at it and Spencer's like man you send a boy in to do a man's job and that's what you get so he's like I- I'll take care of it basically so he gets into the back and now you don't know what's going on. You know, Spencer's going to try to get in the house one way or the other. Right. <clears throat> so now you get a shot of the woman inside, and she's, you know, looking out the window. Well, all of a sudden, this guy starts walking up in a, uh, a gas company uniform, and it's Spencer. He's got a whole get-up. Boy, he did. He did play that part pretty good, too, yeah, didn't he? he really did. He was like, he went from being a thug to prim and proper really quick. Mm-hmm. So he goes up to the door, knocks on the door. And he's telling her, yeah, we're here. I'm here to check a gas meter. There's a big gas leak. And she was like, no, I think we're good on the inside. You, or you you just walk past it up front. He's like, yeah, we already checked that one. I need to check the one in the house. And she was like, no, I'm almost positive there's not one in the house. He goes through his whole spiel of, uh, well, I, I'm within my legal rights to, to check it, you know. And I can't come in. You know, I've never had to call the police. But I'm in my legal rights to come in your house and check the, the gas. And she just, I don't know where she goes. Identification? Yeah. So he pulls out his little fake ID, and she notices he's wearing a ring that has a little skull on it. Looked a lot like yours. Yeah, it really yeah. Did. It was weird. So she she sees that, and she's like, "Yeah, something's up here." But she lets him in anyway. And that's when I thought, "Yeah, Spencer's not going to make it much longer." Mm-mm. So she lets him in. Well, it pans to a shot of the van just sitting out by the road, and Leroy and Fools in there. And they're talking about it. Leroy decides that Spencer is trying to pull one over on him. He's going in the house by himself. He's like, man, he might be going in there trying to take all our stuff. Right. Not give us our cut. Right. Well, then all of a sudden, this car starts backing out of the drive. And Leroy's like, surely they didn't leave him in there alone. 
Yeah. That has a nice car, too. I did like it, man. Oh, man. It looked like one of them old Impalas. Man, it was beautiful. I only seen one person in the car, but apparently both of them were. I, now, yeah, when they both when when they come back. Yeah, when they come back, it was both of them in the car, but I only seen one of them when they left. <clears throat> so after that car pulls out, Leroy's like, "I'm going in." He ain't, you know, he's not taking all this this gold. He ain't taking all the gold from me. So Leroy and uh, Fool end up going to the back door, breaking in. They they bust the window. Mm-hmm. They end up breaking into the house. Well, while Leroy's looking at one of the doors, Fool looks down and there is a doll in a mousetrap. Yeah. It was it, it was weird because the color of the shirt on the doll looked like the same color of the shirt that Spencer was wearing in his gas uniform when he walked in. Yep. So they uh they finally or uh Leroy finally gets that door open. He pops that door open and he's looking inside. And there's a whole bunch of flowers. There's a there's a sign that says something about a funeral home, and it just looks like one giant like funeral home where you do flower arrangements and all that kind of stuff. Right. So they're looking around there. Well, then there's another door, and Leroy's talking about how big of a door it is, you know, and how how massive door and all this kind of stuff, and just talking about how it's such a great door. So he starts trying to jimmy it open. Well, as soon as he pops it, there's a door, or there's like a like a fake wall, just kind of opens up. And as soon as the fake wall opens up, you see this wire, like the screen, all over the window. Like it was trying to keep stuff out or something like that. So they go, they open up that door. And then they're, uh, I don't think they make it into the kitchen before the dog shows up. Yeah. So Print, the dog that we find out his name is Prince. Prince. Prince ends up going off on Leroy. Oh, man. Boy, Leroy panics, too. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> he's freaking out. So, Leroy's sitting on the ground. He's getting, he's trying to get ate up by uh, by this dog. But <laughs> then, Fool is like, he's got to figure out a way to get a dog off of him. So, he starts yelling at the dog. He's like, hey, your mother sleeps with cats. That dude, when he said that line, because he was, he was like, hey. And that dog just looked over at him. I was like, really? It, it, Did you have was, to say that? And he didn't even just say it to be saying it. He gets down on all fours like he wants to be at the dog's level. <laughs> yeah. And he's actually in between the first door that they popped open. So he goes, to, you know, he's throwing the insult at the dog. But the dog ends up chasing after him. He get, moves out of the way. The dog gets into that room. So they both get out of there, make it into the kitchen, the second door that they popped open. They mm-hmm. end up jamming it or, you know, uh, jamming it shut. Yeah. With a mop or a broom or something. I don't remember what it was. Um, so now they got the door rigged where you know the dog can't get in. And Leroy's looking out the little window and he was like, he's just sitting there waiting on us. And can I just say that dog, that's a pretty dog. It was a pretty dog. Man, I like that dog. It's a big old dog. Yeah. Rottweiler. A big old Rottweiler. As in, as, I don't know if you have, this is off the subject, but my favorite, one of my favorite comedians, Sinbad. Oh, yeah. He kills me, but uh, it was one of his older specials, and he was like... Brain dead? I think somebody's talking yeah. about the Rottweiler. He's like, man, you got all these brothers like, hey, man, I got to get a Rottweiler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I want to train him and love him. And he was I like... I want to train him and love him. And he go, and he said, uh, yeah, I want one just like in the, the Omen. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Oh, man. So they got the dog pinned outside the door. And they're walking, they're, you know, they're looking around the kitchen. Well, then he goes over to the uh, stove, and something starts moving and rattling the stove, and you see some dust falling. And Leroy makes the comment. He's like, 
nice to know that rich folk got rats too. Yeah. <clears throat> and fools over there looking at a windowsill. There's all kinds of dead flies. I don't know what the dead flies were about. I, yeah, I didn't either. It, they, I mean, there was no context and nothing was ever mentioned about flies later on. So right. That was weird. Unless it just kind of wanted to give you the... <sighs> like the flies couldn't get out, maybe? Like it was locked up so tight yeah. the flies couldn't get out? Yeah. Which, you know, would make sense because they had that house locked up like Fort Knox. Yeah, they did. So they make their way out of the kitchen. They're going. They're still trying to find Spencer. They're actually sitting there talking, and then they hear the rattling, like footsteps, almost upstairs. Mm-hmm. And and Leroy thinking it's Spencer. He's like, "There's my guy." So they end up walking out of the kitchen. They walk to the bottom of these stairs, and Leroy's starting to head up the stairs, and Fool stays downstairs. Yeah. So Fool's walking um, into the living room area. He walks over by the fireplace. Well, he ends up hearing the noise under the floor. He didn't know what it was. So he's trying to, basically he's trying to just follow the noise through the whole house. Makes it over to the basement door. He opens up a little, uh, I guess a little latch to see through. Mm-hmm. Looks downstairs and he sees uh, almost like a little clipboard or something. I don't remember if it was a clipboard or a book, but there was a little like red lighter. Yeah. So he sees that little red lighter and you can kind of hear voices. Don't know what it is. Well, Fool end up, ends up walking downstairs, walks downstairs, picks up the lighter, looks at the little, I, guess, I think it was a clipboard, and he hears some more voices. Well, he freaks out, runs back upstairs like he's fixing to leave, and he remembers something Leroy said about being a, a chicken yeah. SH, you know. And he, as soon as he steps away from the door to walk back down the door, we get a shot of this little bitty rope tied to the door. Right. And then all of a sudden the door shuts. So somebody had it rigged where they can pull it shut. I bet that was Roach. That's what I was to say. I think it was Roach. I bet it was Roach. So now, uh, Fool's downstairs in the basement, and he's walking around, and you can hear voices in the background. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it's saying. With all of a sudden, he gets a shot of a uh, flashlight, like in the walls. Mm-hmm. Kind of freaks him out. Well, he keeps walking and looking around. And he walks over, and he's got that, that lighter up, and he's using that as his light. And he's thinking it's Spencer. Yeah. He's walking over uh, to the to this little cubbyhole area, and he ends up looking up, moving this big black TV box. He's moving that old box Old school away. TV box. It's an old school TV box. And it's pushed up against a grate, like, one of, like an air vent. Almost. Yeah. He pulls that away, and the TV's running. So what we've been hearing the whole time was actually that TV. And uh, out of nowhere, he gets his big puff of dust in his face. Yes. Causes him to fall back. And then after that, you can see through the like spaces in the, the slats on the wall, these flashlights. Mm-hmm. And the flashlights will keep moving. You can hear somebody mumbling and talking, so you know there's somebody in the wall. Um, well, then all of a sudden... You get a shot of uh, something on the ground. So, Fool basically finds Spencer dead. Yeah. Like, dead and pale as a ghost. I love that his hair was white. Yeah. Like, it, it scared the living daylights out it of him. It reminded me of it. When, uh, oh, yeah. When yeah. He got scared and his hair turned white. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's what it reminded me Sure of. did. So, uh, he's finding uh, he finds Spencer on the floor. And then... He hears something in the walls, and you can still see the flashlights. Well, all of a sudden, Spencer starts moving. Mm-hmm. And like somebody's dragging his hand through the little space. Yes. So he starts kicking at it, 
and trying to get him to stop, pulls it out, and they look at his hand, and his hand's been gnawed on. Yeah, and that's what I asked you. I was like, are they, were they eating his hand, or was it just them? It like. I don't know. And it was the same hand that had the ring on it that the woman noticed earlier. Yeah. And you could literally tell that somebody had been chewing on his hand. Do you think if she hadn't have saw the ring, she wouldn't have thought anything? Mm, probably. Yeah. I don't know. They're obvi- Obviously, they're just suspicious about everybody anyway. Right. Because there's a comment made later in the movie uh, by Alice, who's the little girl, who uh, she says anytime like salesmen or repairmen or something like that come in and, you know, she makes the comment that, you know, this is not the first time. Right. So then while Fool is looking at Spencer, out of nowhere, he gets attacked. Uh-huh. Got somebody jumping on his back and... Whoever it is has like old handsaw taped to his back, and they they start wrestling around and fumbling. Well, fool throws him off of him. Looks over at the door. He's at the top of the stairs, and there's a little girl. She's got the door open. Yeah, and it's we find out it's Alice. It's right. So he starts running upstairs to get to the door. Well, the person that jumped him, who we find out is Roach, chases him upstairs. He's trying to grab him. He trips him. He. <laughs> Gets up, goes to slam the door shut, and he's almost gets Roach's hand in his and caught the door. But Roach pulls his hands out. He thinks Roach is there to hurt him. Yeah, yeah. He don't know what the heck it is. Some guy just came out of the walls and attacked him. <clears throat> so, um, now fool's got the door shut to the basement. He's looking around trying to find the little girl. Mm-hmm. He goes upstairs, or he goes uh, to the window. And he notices that the car came back. And now this is when we see man and woman both get out of the car. Right. And they're talking about how somebody broke into their place again and said, oh, they'll burn in hell. They'll all burn in hell, basically. So now Fool's in a hurry trying to find Leroy to get out of there. So he's going upstairs calling for Leroy. He gets to the hallway, and all we see is Leroy's head sticking in an air vent in the floor. And he's not moving at all. Just like... Dead still. Yeah, he he he. As soon as I saw him, I was like, "Dang, I I forgot about him being dead already." Yeah, yeah. I say you, he dead. Yeah. <clears throat> so full sees his body laying on the floor, and he walks over there to him. He's calling his name the whole time, and he walks over and he just sees him laying there, and he think he's thinking the same thing. He's uh-huh. dead. So he goes over to shake his body. Leroy jumps back. Yeah. He's like, "Man, what you doing?" He's like, "I heard somebody talking." He's like, "I thought you were dead." He, he was like, "You want to be dead?" Yeah, he was like, just because a man laying on the uh, on the ground doesn't mean he's dead. <laughs> and he was like, what are you doing? He's like, I heard somebody talking. And basically, he wants to, he tells Fool he needs to go in the vent and find out who it was in there talking. He yeah. was like, you, you go in there. I ain't yeah, gonna. he was volunteering this little And he smacked him yeah. in the face. And he was like, man, he goes, uh, I come up here to save you and you going to smack me. And I, I was right. like, yeah. <clears throat> so, now mom and dad are, um, mom and dad come home. Or man and woman come mm-hmm. home. They go over to the door. You can hear them talking. They say, "Yeah, they're in there." They got the door jimmy shut. So they've got. He's got. Like, I think it's a shovel that he's trying to pry the bottom of the door open. Yeah. So Leroy and um, Fool are downstairs in the living room. They're trying to figure out a way out. <laughs> they go over. Fool goes over to the door to open it up and gets electrocuted. <laughs> so, so the door's yeah. rigged up and trapped. <clears throat> so he gets shocked. He falls on the floor. Fool sold it good though. Yeah, he did. He's got on the floor, started shaking. <clears throat> so now they walk into the living room, and Leroy tells them, hey, stand here. 
get the dog's attention. And he goes high behind the couch. And he was like, what the heck are you doing? He's like, the dog comes down, I'm going to pop him. Yeah, and he, because uh, he tried to argue with him. He goes, man, no, I ain't doing that. He goes, uh, either you stand out there or I'm going to pop you too. <laughs> yeah. But because they heard the man and woman say, the woman said, at least, uh, at least get the door. The dog, let the prince in. Yeah. So he's standing there in the living room. Well, the man gets the door pried open. Uh-huh. Prince comes screaming through, or scree- squeezing through the door. <laughs> he talk. And he walks into the living room, and he just stops. And just starts looking at Fool. Yeah. Just like a nice pup. Until Leroy pops his head up. That, that was, hey, that's on Leroy. Because <laughs> Fool said, uh, uh. He's like, um. Uh, yeah, and he kind of like turned a little bit toward Leroy. And Leroy pops up, and he's like, is he there? He's like, where'd he go? And then he looks over, he's like, oh, shh. Yeah. And as soon as the dog sees Leroy, he starts growling and barking and it jumps on him. Mm-hmm. Takes off, starts biting his hand, goes to town on his arm. Well, while Leroy's sitting there fighting with the dog, fool, you can tell, has got an idea. So yeah. he goes over to grab Leroy and starts dragging Leroy with the dog through the living room. And I will say, Leroy was playing it good the whole time. Well, he was crying. Yeah, he <laughs> Yeah, he was crying. Let go, man. Let go, man. He he played it good. So, Fool's dragging him over to the door. And uh, Fool's got a hold of Leroy. The dog's got a hold of Leroy. And Fool's got a hold of the door. He Uh grabs the door, starts to get electrocuted, and the shot goes all the way through him, through Leroy, and through the dog. Yeah. So, all three of them are sitting there getting shocked the whole time. I will say that was a little cheesy. I think it was just because Fool was like, yeah. I was like, it, it looked like something from a comedy movie. Yeah, it really did. So then they all kind of just jump back. They're, uh, Leroy falls on the floor, Fool falls on the floor, and the dog's laying on the floor trembling. I wonder how they got that dog set there, because that dog was like, like well-trained dog. I guess, man. <clears throat> so now Leroy and uh, <laughs> Fool get together, and they end up running upstairs. Yeah. Well, Mom goes... The, the woman, or man, the man does. Man goes over and he pulls his panel and he flips a lock or flips a switch. Mm-hmm. And then all the doors start locking. Yep. You get a shot upstairs and all these door trigger, these, uh, the locks on the doors are starting to trigger and they're locking. Leroy and Fool are upstairs and they can't get the doors open. <clears throat> so now man gets himself a little shotgun, gets ready to blow some holes in people. Yep. This man loved his shotgun. Boy, he did, too. Loved shooting walls. So now he goes upstairs. Leroy and Fool are trying to, you know, find a way to go. Well, they finally find a door that's open, and Leroy jumps in it, and he was like, hey, find your own door. Yeah, he's like, room for one. Yeah. <clears throat> so he pushes him out and shuts the door. Well, Fool walk, walks over, and he finds this little, I don't know, it's not really a cubby hole. No, it was just like the end of the hallway, yeah. but... But it had like an uh, an air vent, like it yeah. was it was a little bitty wall he could hide behind. Yeah, so he's hiding over there. <clears throat> so the man's going back and forth to all these doors, and he's is he shooting the doors now? No, I don't think he's shooting the doors. No, he, he got the lights off. Yeah, he's got the lights off, and he's got that red laser going through. Yeah, he's turned all the lights off, and he's walking through the hallway trying to find you know whoever it is, mumbling and talking the whole time. Well, he gets close to the end of the hallway. <laughs> And I don't remember what made Leroy jump out of the door. Oh yeah, uh, it was Roach, he, wasn't it? Yeah, he well the the light come by and Leroy backed up against the wall, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden uh, Roach come out and Roach went to grab him, yeah. tell him to hush, like put his around. and Leroy like ah, <laughs> he jumps, <laughs> freaks out, he jumps into the hallway and shuts the, the door, shuts the door. 
So now he's stuck in the hallway with man and his gun. I'm sorry. I would much rather take my chance with a guy coming out of the closet or a, a, a wall than a freaking man with a gun. I don't know. What if the man in the wall has bad intentions? But you can fight, dude. It's a, it's a gun. That's true. Just you know who would have been perfect in this movie? Oh, don't you say it! Don't, don't do it. <laughs> Frank from the Return of the Living Dead. Oh, he must have, oh, jeez, oh god, I can't take this. I wouldn't watch it. Not if he was acting that way. Wouldn't have done it. Could have had Franklin. Hey. Come on, fool! We're gonna be having fool. fun. Fool. <laughs> I'm coming, fool. No, 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 not happening. Nope. You know dang well you'd watch this if Frank was in it. Nope. I can give it an F rating. Never watch it again. But anyway. Mm. So, Leroy jumps out of the uh, the door, shuts the door behind him. Now he's in the hallway with Man. Man turns around and basically goes off on Leroy. Mm? Shoots him all in the chest. Mm -hmm. So he's shooting him. He's by the stairs. He shoots him like, what? Two, three, four times, maybe? Man, he, I think he at least shot him four times. Yeah, he lays into him. And while Leroy gets shot, he's getting ready to fall down the stairs. And he's like, run, fool, run. So yeah. he's basically, he's talking to fool. He falls down the stairs. And the man comes running down the stairs. He's like, I got him, I got him. Call me a fool. Oh, he, he, he was happy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He thought he was calling him a fool the whole time. Yeah. Well, the woman's downstairs. And she's like, you got him, you got him. So they heard something else, and he makes them you know, run back upstairs. Um, Fool follows them. When, whenever Leroy falls down the stairs, Fool follows them over there. Mm -hmm. and he's watching them look over Leroy's body. Well, they start to make their way back upstairs. Fool turns around to walk, you know, run back to where he was hiding. Well, he gets close to there, and he notices a candle sitting there by a doll. Yep. And I don't even, could you even really tell what the doll was at that mm -hmm. time? I couldn't tell. I just knew it was a doll. I couldn't tell who it was. Yeah. So he runs over there, he sees the doll in the candle, and then turns around to look, and then all of a sudden the doll is being pulled away through the air vent. Mm -hmm. So he picks up the candle, and he's going to go in through the uh, through the air, same air vent. Yeah. He gets in this little room, and there's all kinds of stuff in that in there. There's a food bowl for that has Prince's name on it. Yep. Well, then Fool looks down the, the wall, and he sees the girl. And she's got the string tied to the rope to the doll, and she's pulling it through. Yeah. So he's going to follow her. So now man's come down that hallway and through the vent and he starts crawling into the vent with a shotgun and he's talking smack and you know, the whole he knows, time. yeah, he's talking crap the whole time and he knows somebody's in that wall. Got the shotgun through there. But and he, he, starts, he thinks it's Roach. He thinks it's Roach. Yeah. Come to find out he's been looking for Roach anyway. Yeah. So he's in there and he's got a shotgun. He starts blasting down the wall. Just, he doesn't care. He just wants them dead. Mm -hmm. So now, um, He's like, get out of that cellar. Yeah. I'll show you. Yeah. yeah. He's talking mad crap the whole time while, you know, shooting. And he even says, uh, I'll get the dog up here. How would you like that if I let the dog loose? Yeah. So now, fools crawl through the wall, crawl through the other air vent, and he's on the other side of the house. Mm-hmm. He's walking through, looking, and he makes his way to the bathroom. And then there's the little girls in the bathroom. Come to find out her name is Alice. Mm-hmm. And he was like, ain't you ever seen a brother before? And she was like, I don't have a brother. Yeah. He's like, no, black folks. A black man. A black man. And she was like. Not in the house. Not in the house. <laughs> so he was like, uh, basically, they just he's just like talking to her, talking about outside. And she was like, never been outside. 
Yeah, like she's amazed. Yeah, she was like, nobody's ever been outside. No. He was like, nobody's ever got out. He's like, people have tried. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then you get the story from the little girl about mommy and daddy is man and woman. Yep. How they tried to bring in some boys as uh, for like brothers, basically for her. Right. And one uh, one thing that didn't mention whenever they came into the house, full scene of uh, the monkey statue that had the hear no evil, speak no evil, see yep. no evil. Yep. Um. So she says. Uh, she mentions how uh, none of the boys ever panned out. That they would talk smack, they would talk, or they would talk bad, they would see bad things, or they would hear stuff they shouldn't have heard. Right. And then Daddy would cut off the bad parts of them. Yep. And then put them in the cellar. So fools like that's what that's the people that we seen in the cellar. It was it was all those boys. <clears throat> so while they're in there talking to that, you get a shot out of nowhere. Man comes walk. The man comes walking out, and he's dressed in this. Full black, S and M, leather and lace zippers. And it's it's what, terrible. What is that called? Where people had to get whooped? S and M. S and M. Yeah, I don't know what it means. I thought it was called a uh, something else too. B D. I don't remember. I anyway, go ahead. Yeah, Mascus people. Anyway, so he's coming out. He's dressed in all black, toting a shotgun. And he's trying to get Roach through the walls. So he's walking up and down the hallway, shooting at the walls, mouthing the whole time. And you can hear Roach mumbling in the walls mm-hmm. like the whole time. It's almost like he's just playing with them. Yeah. So then you get a shot of the woman downstairs. She's coming out of the basement, I think it was. Yep. And she's holding a hand. I think, it was, yeah, I think she, it was Spencer's hand. She went down there and got Spencer's hand. Yeah, she grabbed Spencer's hand. She brought it back upstairs and gave it to Prince. And Prince is sitting there eating his man's hand. Yeah, she's like, good boy. She's like, here. And, and gives it to him because, uh, well, I can't say, but yeah, yeah go ahead. <clears throat> so she's, uh, the dog's starting to eat his hand. <clears throat> well, then we get a shot of outside, and she looks outside, and there's a police car. And they're pulled up behind Spencer and Leroy's van. Mm-hmm. And you can hear them on the radio talking about how the, those plates, that van description was used in a robbery, basically. Yes. So the woman freaks out. She goes over to um, to the like a wall. She yep. pulls this little panel away. She pulls out this microphone, and she starts talking over with an intercom system and basically tells the man that the police are here. Yeah, I hate that. Daddy? Yeah. Yeah, she, she calls him Daddy. It was It was weird. <laughs> Especially since you know their brother and sister. Mm. Uh, so she walks outside to where the cops are. And she's got you know blood on her apron from Leroy being dead. She don't you know, takes her apron. Did, off. did he already slide Leroy down the thing? I don't think so. Okay. No, because they never. Now the cops don't go inside. Oh, okay. So now um, Leroy is, or not Leroy? Uh, woman's outside talking to the cops, and they're like, you know trying to figure out what the van was doing there. And she was like, well, it was here when we showed up. There was a black guy and a white guy, and they took off when we pulled up. The way she worded that killed me. She was like, it was just standing here when we got here. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> so um, the police were like, well, maybe we should check inside just to you know make sure everything's okay. She was like, no, we've already done it. We've even looked under the beds. And then man, the man comes walking out. 
and they they just kind of keep talking. But eventually the cops were like, uh, well, all right, we're, we're going to canvas the rest of the neighborhood. Yeah, because he was like, uh, maybe we should come inside. And she's like, we just went through the whole house, even looked under the bed. She's right. playing it slick. Oh, yeah, she's being smooth. And then you can hear the the smaller cop, there was a thin and a fat one. He looks mm-hmm. at the, the chubbier one, and he was like, uh, maybe we can go ahead and just start canvassing. Yeah. Because, you know, they walked off. Yeah, and then the other cop was like, well, keep your doors locked. And as they walk away, she was like, we most definitely will. Yeah. It was like, yeah, because they keep the house locked up at Fort Knox anyway. <laughs> um, so while they're outside, they start looking in the back of the van. And then the woman goes, it's not just them two. And she pulls out um, Fool's Boy Scout costume. That he wore so, earlier. Yeah, so she's like, there's another one. He's in the house. And she, he's going to get to Alice. They're worried to death about Fool finding Alice and getting to Alice. Because mm-hmm. they're trying to protect her. Um. So now, um, the man gets, basically the man and Prince end up going upstairs. He's setting Prince loose trying to find the dog. No. No. Setting Prince loose trying to find Fool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I got the word mixed up. He's hiding in the bathroom with Alice at first. Um, Well, now, there's a panel that opens up on the, uh, in the bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. Big big old door opens up. It's right behind the uh, mirror. Yeah. It's a vanity. He, uh, Fool is standing behind the door, and then the man ends up shooting the door, knocks a big old hole in it, sticks his head through there. Fool hits him upside the head with something, busts him off. Yeah, the slingshot. No, no, it's not a slingshot yet. He hits him with some kind of, like, Oh, Fool, Fool. No, that was the top of the toilet. Yeah, yeah, he picks up the top of the toilet, busts the man upside his head. Well, the panel opens up behind the, the mirror, and Roach grabs a hold of Fool, drags him through the wall. Well, now Man comes in there, opens up the door, and starts blasting the the mirror. Opens up the whole area. Is that when he looked at him? and was like, "You come in here, I will kick your ass." Yeah, like, yeah. okay, yeah. Fool says that to the man right yeah. before. Okay, so he ends up standing right in front of the hole that he just shot open, and all you see you get a shot of Roach standing at the end of the hall, the well, the wall, and he gets his slingshot out. Pops the man upside the head with a slingshot. <laughs> that man played it good. He's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> man gets knocked down. Well, then he's going to set Prince into the wall. So mm-hmm. Prince jumps into the wall and starts chasing Roach and, and uh, Fool through the walls. They're running through. And uh, Roach has one of the dolls. So he stops and he's just kind of laughing and, and laughing or whatever. Well, they're being chased. Prince comes and stop. He throws the doll into a certain little spot that makes the dog stop. Yeah. And as soon as he does, does he hit a switch? Yes. He hits a switch, the floor opens up, and the dog starts sliding down this little trap door he had set up. uh, Falls all the way through the kitchen, or through a cabinet into the kitchen, right in front of the man and woman. He's just kind of standing there looking at him, holding the dog. Yeah, because they're like, uh, she's like, do you hear something? You can hear the dog. Yeah. Yeah. So the dog comes down, he's got the doll in his mouth. And he says something about she. he found Alice. Yes. It's a doll. Yes. So now we get an idea that Alice is the one making these dolls. Um, so now, now we get Roach is taking full up through the little vent in Alice's room mm-hmm. that he was sticking his hand through earlier. Takes him up to Alice. Alice is in the room. They start talking and Roach is, uh, shakes Fool's hand and he was like, does he not talk? Fool's like, he don't talk. And that's when she tells him that he had his tongue cut off. 
So obviously his bad thing was he spoke evil. Yeah. Because apparently you find out from Alice that he was trying to call for help. So the man cut his tongue out. Mm-hmm. He even sticks his little nub out and starts flicking. Yeah, it looks gross. Yeah, it's weird. So then they start talking about the dolls while they're in the room. And she says, he was like, you make all these dolls. And it's, she ends up dumping this bucket out that has all these dolls in them. She's like, yeah, they, they hold the souls of the men and women that try to, you know, bust in. Or that all the men that try to come into the house. And it's a bunch of different weird looking dolls. Well, now they're in there talking and then the man and woman bust into the room. Mm-hmm. So the woman starts going off on the, uh, the little girl, Alice, starts hitting her. The man takes a fool and throws him across the bed or on the bed. Yeah. Roach is done, got back into the wall. <laughs> Roach took off like a he roach. Gone. Yeah, he gone. <laughs> it's like somebody turned the light on. He took <laughs> yeah, off. <laughs> he took off running. Well, the woman's beating up on Alice. The man hauls a fool away. Fool. Yeah. Um. Fool. He's taking fool down to the basement. This is this is your part here. Okay. He opens the basement door. He's making fool drag, helping him drag Leroy's body to the basement. Yeah. So he gets over there. He opens the basement door. Chunks fool down the down there first, mm-hmm. down the, the steps. Then he slides Leroy's body down the steps. And he slides Leroy. <laughs> Leroy is on his back, flat. He's sliding down the slide, and right before Leroy's body hits the uh, floor, you can see him raise his shoulders and his neck up so he can land smoothly off of his head. Yes, it happened. See, it was so smooth, though, that I just thought his arms got caught on the sides and just kind of lifted his body up. No. That's what it looked like to me. Go back and watch it. (laughs) So he's sliding both of them downstairs. You get a shot of the woman... She's dragging Alice downstairs, talking about how bad she's been, and this is her punishment. She's going to clean it up. Well, she ends up throwing her to wherever Leroy's body was laying. And, she, and I, I wonder if that was supposed to happen, because she slipped and fell I think hard. she slipped. Because it, it, it never cut the uh, shot. That was the actress. Yeah. She slipped and fell hard on that blood. I think she did slip and fall. She slips and falls in the blood, which, I don't know, maybe she was supposed to fall in the blood, but it looked like she just slipped. She did good. Yeah, she did. She's sitting there talking about how you're going to clean it up and all this kind of stuff. Then you get a shot of the man downstairs. She was like, after I made that dress for you. Yeah. So she gets. A, so now we get a shot of the man downstairs. He's got Leroy's body chained up, and he's cutting into it. Mm-hmm. And Fool's chained up. He's skinning him. him. It's almost like he's skinning him like a deer. And that's exactly what it looks like he's gutting him. Well, then he turns around to look at Fool or look at the wall, and he's got blood on his mouth, and he's chewing. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's eating... Leroy, as he's cutting them up. Yeah. Well, you look at the wall and you see all these flashlights coming through the wall. Mm-hmm. And it's all the boys that they were talking about before are still in the walls with the flashlights. And he ends up, he cuts, cuts a chunk off of Leroy and throws it over there to him and throws it into the wall. And they all start gathering around it, trying to get the piece of meat to eat it. He cuts Leroy down. He opens up this big spot in the floor. And you look down in there, and Spencer's body's already down there. And it's just like a bunch of water. And I think there was skeletons and all kinds of crap. Yeah, it looked pretty gross. Yeah, it was nasty. He chunks Leroy's body down in there. Closes it up. Um, Then you go... Then it cuts to the woman is pulling Alice into the bathroom. And she's complaining about how she made that dress for her. And now she got blood on it. You know, how could you do that to me? All that kind of stuff. So she's got this scalding hot water. Like, water's like steaming. Yes. It's so hot. 
And she's trying to get Alice into the bathtub, and Alice doesn't want to go. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I like taking hot baths and hot showers, but... I love my hot shower now. So, she's trying to get her going to the bathtub. She won't go. She's like, no, no. And she grabs her, picks her up pretty much, and just throws her in that tub. Mm -hmm. Alice is screaming to high heaven, because you know that water's hot. Right. And you can see it later on when they take her out in the bedroom, how red she was. Yep. Um, So now... Uh, the band's already thrown Leroy's body down there. They go back to that. And he grabs full, unchains him, drags him over to the wall where all the the, guy, the little boys are in the wall, walks over to a door, unloads it, and he's you know getting ready to shove him in there. And the fool's telling him the whole time, don't put me in there, don't put me in there, I don't know, I don't want to go in there. So he puts, uh, puts Fool in there, shuts the door, locks him in. Mm-hmm. So now Fool's underneath the stairs with the people under the stairs. Yes. Clinkies. You finally get to see what is, you know, under the stairs. And it looks like a bunch of zombies. It does. It does. It, uh, that's what made me, you know, think, like, I always thought thought about this movie as a zombie movie because of the way they look. Mm-hmm. But they're not. Which, that's like my only complaint that I have of this movie. Is that fact that they looked like deformed zombies. Yeah. When they were really just teenage boys underneath the stairs that were deprived of sun. They didn't no showers either. You know they stank. They, you know they didn't smell that good. And that's what didn't make no sense to me. Through the whole movie. It's just, they look like zombies. Yeah. And I guess, you know, they were eating people that they fed them. So I guess that's the zombie aspect of it. I guess. <clears throat> well, Fool's trying to get them away. He's, you know, yelling at them to get away from them. Well, all of a sudden, there's a spot that opens up in the wall. Yeah. And all the boys gather around it. Because I guess that's like their feeding hole or something. I guess. I don't know. So they open up, and that opens up. All of them are looking over there. Well, then it gets a shot of Leroy's body being <laughs> being held up, and all you hear is mumbling. Oh, yeah. And you don't, like, it sounds like Roach. Yeah. Like, he's just mumbling as he's, like, using Leroy's body as a puppet. He's like, oh. Yeah. So, uh. Well, it even freaks out full for a minute. Yeah. He's like, what in the. Yeah, he didn't know what to think. So, uh, Roach grabs, uh. He gets full, full out of the underneath the stairs, mm-hmm. pulls him over to the furnace and opens up the furnace and he, you know pr- pretty much tells him to hide in the furnace. Right. Because man has already heard something downstairs, so he's on his way back down mm-hmm. with the dog. So they get inside the furnace. Prince comes up, starts barking at the furnace. They're in there. That's when we find out that uh, Roach has been shot. Yeah. Full set tells him he's like, "We gotta get you to the hospital." Yeah. And. So he reaches up and he grabs, uh, what was it that he grabbed? It was a little bag. A little bitty bag. I don't, oh, it had the coins in it. Mm-hmm. It had a couple of the, co- the like gold coins in it. And Fool even makes mention of the treasure. Yeah. So. Um, He's like, so Leroy was telling the truth? Yeah, Leroy was telling the truth. So now you can see that Roach is in distress. He's hurting. He uh, leans over to the ash on the wall and writes Alice's name. And he's pointing up. Yeah. So he's pretty much telling him that you can go up to get to Alice's room. And then uh, leans his head over, rests his head on the wall, and then he dies. Yep. Roach dies. Yep. This is the part that I was like, I forgot that Roach died. It, it, it was kind of sad. Yeah, it was. I mean, but he was still looking out for, uh, he was still looking out for Alice. Up until the end. Yep. <clears throat> so now you get full climbing up in the walls climbing up to where Alice is. Right. And the whole time, 
he gets to a vent, Prince is there, barking at him through the vent. Mm-hmm. And once he goes past that vent, Prince climbs up the stairs, goes to the next vent, starts barking at him again. Yeah. Just like Prince has done this a time or two. <laughs> yeah. Well, he makes it um makes it all the way up to uh where was it? Was it in Alice's room? No, he didn't make it to Alice's room, did he? No. No, he he made it somewhere to where a man pulled him out of the wall. I'm trying to think where he made it to. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I really don't. Well, anyway, he met up with Alice somewhere. Yeah, he, he met he met up with Alice. Well, man is starting to burn roach. So yeah. he's he's got up to the furnace and he's throwing wood in there and he's lighting it on fire. Lights it on fire. He meets up with Alice and they're crawling in through the vents. I think he made it to Alice's room and then they like got back into the vents. Right. So uh, Fool and Alice are, are crawling in through the vents. Her dress gets caught. She can't get loose. Uh, Fool's looking down through the vent, and he sees woman uh, downstairs. And he's like, "We can't stay here. We gotta, we gotta keep it moving." And she right. can't get her dress out. Well, since man's lit the furnace on fire and it's burning, all that smoke's coming up through the vents, and now they're starting to choke out. Mm-hmm. And man is doing his whole uh, shooting through the walls with the shotgun deal. Yeah, he, he loved the whole movie. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Alice and Fool make it out of the vent. They finally get back into the walls. They're walking through the walls, and all of a sudden, they trip some kind of trip wire that sends this giant spike trap through the walls. Yep. That you can tell, man, has set this up to try and catch Roach in the walls. Oh yeah. Um. So, man's shooting the walls. He gets a spot open. He sets Prince loose through the walls again, and uh, so Prince is chasing down Alice and Fool. Gets a hold of Fool, and Fool's like, "I gotta fight him. I'm gonna fight him." So there ain't no way this little kid was gonna fight this big Rottweiler. Uh, yeah, no way. But he's like, I'm tired of running. I'm tired of running. So he gets a hold. You know, Prince gets him down on the ground. He's sitting there fighting with him. <coughs> Excuse me. Alice is standing back a little bit, so she can't take no more of it. Mm-hmm. So she tries to help pull Prince off of him. Right. Well, this whole time, man's trying to find out where they go, and he opens up this room. It was a very weird looking room. It had like pictures of boys on it, and it was. I, I noticed that, and I yeah. was wondering if that was uh, the articles of the missing boys. I think so. Okay, uh, that, that's what I took it as. So while Prince and Fool are fighting inside the wall, man's in there and he's listening. All of a sudden, they start beating on the wall. Mm-hmm. Man takes his gun over to the wall and starts stabbing it with his like bayonet. Yes, and he stabs into the wall one time and looks up and Fool or Fool sees it. He keeps stabbing it a little more. And he can hear Alice going, get away from the wall, get away yeah. from the wall. So, Fool gets his idea. He grabs a hold of Prince and throws Prince up against the wall mm-hmm. just as Man stabs the end of the wall. Yes. And then he starts groaning. Yeah, he's like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> like, and then Man slowly pulls the bayonet out of the wall uh-huh. and it's got some blood on it. So, he's thinking he got him. So, so now... Man comes walking and dancing down to the woman. He's like, I got gotcha! Yeah. I got him, I got him, I got him, I got him. I got him. He, he's into it, man. <laughs> and she's uh, she's like n- just not staring amused. a hole in him. She's not amused at all. Not amused at all. She's He's dancing around him, talking about how he got him, and she just stops him, and she's like, prove it. Yeah. He grabs her, takes her into the room, and starts kicking down the wall. Well, Alice and Fool have done runoff. They're climbing back up to the walls and they climbing up to the attic. And um, 
man takes a woman over there. He tears open the wall. And as soon as he gets a hole big enough, Prince's head falls out and starts just grunting. And she's like, you killed, you killed Prince. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she starts, you know, berating him mm-hmm. about killing the dog. So now we go up to Fool and Alice. They're up in the attic. They make it over to the window and they open the window. And uh, he's like, ah, oh, this is the way out. You know, he's talking about, was, is this where he was talking about the smog? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was nighttime now. He's like, look, you can see the ghettos from here. Yeah. And they were like, they're trying to figure out a way out. Well, he remembers that just on that side of the house, that pond is down there. Yeah. And he was like, we could probably slide down. Well, Alice kind of freaks out. She doesn't want to, uh, she doesn't want to make the jump. Mm-hmm. Well, he start, they start struggling. And then man busts into the attic. Chases full. Full jumps out the window. And he's trying to keep from falling. And then the man is always like, right, or the man is at the window just trying to get the fool. And fool ends up just saying, the heck with it. Slides down the, the roof. Right. Falls into the pond. Man goes over the window. He's like, dang it. <laughs> <coughs> he runs back downstairs to get the fool. Fool's in there swimming in the little pond. Gets out. Takes him a good 10 minute break. You know, give the man time to get downstairs. Yeah. <coughs> he, uh, he ends up, keep he's shooting his little gun. That fool, fool jumps over the wall, and the whole time fool's leaving, <coughs> he's saying, "I'll come back, Alice. I'll come back for you. I'll come back." Right. Um. <laughs> so we're gonna cut. He's like, back. "I promise." Yeah, I promise I'll come back. So fool's gotten away. Yep. He jumped over the wall. He's yelling back. He's Alice. I promise I'll come back. I'll come back. Woman gets downstairs. She goes outside. She's like, "What did I tell you about shooting your gun outside?" <laughs> yeah. She grabs the gun from him. She says, get up there. You've been a bad boy. Talking to the man the whole time. She goes, go to your room and get your outfit on. Yeah. So now we get a shot of Fool showing the coin that Roach gave him to an older man. Turns out to be his grandpa. Yeah. And he was like, if this had been anybody else, you know, you'd have got a lashing or a whipping or something like that. Well, then the old man tells him the story. And he mentions the fact that it's the weirdest brother and sister in town. Yeah. The fool's like, what do you mean brother and sister? This is where we find out that that house has been in that family for a while. Yeah. Apparently the story is that they're brothers and sisters. Their family owned a funeral home. And the more money they made, the weirder they got. The mm-hmm. weirder they got, you know, they started buying up, you know, real estate, buying up properties. And the more money they got, the crazier they got. And since each generation gets crazier. Right. So now we know that man and woman are actually brother and sister, not husband and wife. So, Fool is, um, goes into his uh, mom's room and he's sitting there talking to his mom while she's, uh, she's not, was she asleep? I think she was asleep. Yeah. She but was asleep. That's what he finally said. He asked his grandpa, he said, he said, uh, you'll be able to pay your rent until tw- 2000 or something. Until, like, like until, said, 20, yeah, until year 2000. And then he said, and mom's operation? He said, and pay for your mama's operation. So he tells him to uh, get some rest, and he would call an ambulance to come pick up the mom. Well, Fool goes into the bedroom while mom, his mom's asleep, and he's just kind of telling her that he did something bad. Well, Ruby comes into the room, and he was like, or she tells him that she did another tarot reading, and he doesn't need to go back to that house. Fool pretty much tells her, he's like, look, I've got to. I promised Alice that I would go back and I wouldn't leave her. Right. So he gets an idea. 
he calls the police and reports uh, child abuse at that house. Yes. <clears throat> so then we get a shot of all these police surrounding the house to to go to where the, the child abuse report was. So these police are walking through the house, and the house is normal. Yeah. Like, it looks just like a normal house. The woman's walking around with some tea, and she's got cookies on a platter, and she's talking sweet, like nothing drunk. She she makes the comment. I guess it's okay that you know a little you know false report as long as it saves a child. Yeah. And there's a man and woman, and I'm assuming that we're part of CPS, yeah, child protection services. She was like, "You're right there." Like, you were absolutely right. She gives them cookies. She's giving all the cops cookies. Well, you get a shot of man grabbing chains, like he's trying to hide these chains. Yeah. So he gets these chains, opens a panel on the wall. This was one of the funny parts that I said. But like, it was funny. But it, I don't know if it was meant to be funny. He opens up this paneling to hide the chains, and then he's got this giant arsenal, the big old gun. Right like Rambo. Yeah. He puts the chains in there and closes the panel. <laughs> well, he goes out in the hallway, and he's following this cop around, and they're just kind of talking. And uh, talking about how the family, or the house has been in the family, used to be used for business. Because he looks at it, he's like, uh, nice furniture. Yeah. It's in his bedroom. Yeah. And he said, yeah, the house used to be used for business. And while the cop's not looking, he takes his hat off and he like wipes his head where he was bleeding earlier, puts his hat back on crooked. Right when the cop looks, right he when played the cop it looks. good. I love that part. Yeah. So he puts his hat back on. Well, this other cop comes walking down there and uh, he says, uh, "Sir, I think there's something you need to see." So they walk back down there, and the whole the whole spill with was the uh, man and woman told the cops they didn't have no kids. Right. So they didn't know why this report had taken place. So he takes them over there, and they walk into Alice's bedroom. And it's this little girl's bedroom all set up nice and neat. And the cop says, I thought you said you didn't have any kids. Right. Well, the woman walks in, and she's like, our Alice left us a long time ago. You know, the good Lord felt, you know, that it was time to take her home and basically making it seem like that their daughter died. Yeah. Um, Made the cop feel bad. Yeah, and he was like, I'm sorry, you know, put you through this and all this kind of stuff. So now the cops are... Finally getting ready to leave. Um, they walk outside. Well, the woman walks in. She's like, I never want to see another cop or another cookie in my life. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I don't know which one makes me sicker. So the man and the woman make their way upstairs. And they're talking, you know, the whole time. is like, how did you keep them so quiet? They're talking about the boys downstairs in the cellar. He's like, I gave them horse tranquilizers. Yeah. So they walk upstairs. They're shutting the lights and off as they go. And you can hear her. She says, I didn't like uh, that the back door was left open. She said, I couldn't stay there and watch it the whole time. Yeah. Do you think any of them got out? Yeah. And that's like, when he says they gave them horse tranquilizer. Yeah. So while they're walking upstairs, he pans, pans over to the kitchen. One of the cabinet doors opens and Fool jumps down. And he's walking downstairs while they're walking upstairs. And you can kind of hear him talking in the background. You can't always hear what they're saying. He even says, I'm going to go get him. Talking about Fool. Yeah. He he's like, I'm going to go to the ghetto and I'm going to find him. I'm going to kill him. Fool walks over to the fireplace, grabs a fire poker. He starts walking upstairs. Well, as Fool's walking upstairs, you can hear the man and woman talking back and forth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they're, they start saying their prayers. Yeah. He's like, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. They say, if I should kill before I wake. Yeah. I pray the Lord my soul to take. And as it ends it, Fool walks up to the door, and there's, like, the old reel-to-reel recording device sitting on the bed. Right. 
And as soon as it ends, it starts flipping. And Fool's just kind of like, you know, what's going on? <clears throat> well, just at that time, the man dressed up in his little black uniform <laughs> comes running out of the running out of this room, jumps on Fool. Fool turns around and pops him upside the head with his fire poker. Yeah. The woman attacks Fool. She gets a beating for her prop or for her uh, troubles. Pops her in the knee, don't he? Pops her in the knee, knocks her on the ground. He ends up taking the fire poker, gets up and hits the man in the head and breaks the fire poker over the man's head. Mm-hmm. He takes off running. Well, now, um, Fool is actually, uh, goes downstairs, opens the panel where the switch is, and opens the basement door. He hits the switch to open the basement door. Right. Uh, so now you know Fool's gone back downstairs. Mm-hmm. So the man is basically on his hunt for Fool. Right. Fool ends up making his way, um, into the walls and starts climbing up the walls again. Yep. Now you get a shot of Alice... She's tied up in the basement up against the attic. wall. Or in the attic. Yeah, yeah, she's tied up in the attic up against the wall. Against the chimney. Yeah. So Fool's made his way up there. Alice wakes up. Fool knocks a brick out and got his little lighter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, we got to get you out of here. She's like, I'm tied to the bolt to the chimney. He's like, this one? And he starts beating on the bolt on the other side of the chimney. Knocks it loose. She gets free. Mm-hmm. So now they're trying to figure out another way. For him to get in there to, to get her out. And he was like, uh, all of a sudden, man starts coming into the attic room. Yeah. So she tells him, hey, put out the light. She puts herself back up like she's still being you know, held up. And she covers the hole that he took that brick out of. Right. She just backs up against it. So now man's walking through the attic, starts turning the lights on. And as he gets closer to her, she's like, please let me down now. And he did this weird, like, he grabbed his crotch and started squeezing it. Oh, he! I, you see that? That's yeah. I think that's where he was fixing to have his way with her. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the woman comes up and she was like, "Get out of there!" Tell you know, calling the man away. She's like, "Get down here and help me." Uh, what did she? Say? Oh, help! Get down here and uh, help me to bed. Put me to yeah, bed. Put me to bed. Yeah. So, uh, uh, man, uh, the man leaves. Calls the woman out. Makes one more time. He looks back at her and she goes, "I'm not going to tell you. I'm again. not telling you again." Yeah. <laughs> So he goes down. Uh, Alice, uh, Alice and Fool end up getting him out of the chimney. Mm-hmm. So they go back to the window where Fool jumped out of before, and he was like, "I guess we can always jump out." Well, then she mentions, after Fool did what he did, the man drained the pond and filled it with like glass and all kinds broken of stuff. bottles, broken yep. bottles and stuff. And he was like, "Yeah, that's gonna be a problem." So he was like, uh, "Well, can you climb the roof?" So then you get a shot of them climbing up on the roof and they're, you know, teetering over to the chimney. They walk over to the chimney and uh, they start messing with it. Well, the man and the woman are downstairs. The woman's laying on the bed nursing her knee. And uh, basically they're just talking about how they're going to get full and, and take them out. And how Alice, he's like, you should have let me kill her a long time ago. And she's like, you don't touch my baby. And the man even makes a comment. He, They did it. I know they did. I know they did. Yeah, they did it. He goes, she's a whore. Yeah. And she gets up and slaps him, and he grabs her by the throat and starts He's, choking her. Yeah, and I was like, she don't, he don't kill her, does he? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't remember. Well, they hear something behind them. They turn around, and they look at the chimney in the bedroom, and it's got dust and stuff falling. Yeah. So the man throws the woman down, goes over there with his gun, and holds his gun up there and starts shooting like he does. It's 
like kicks up all that dust and stuff in there. Yeah. The fool's up top and he says, hand me a brick. So he grabs a brick from Alice and as soon as the man is like laying down. Well, remember, he shoots. Yeah. And then you can hear. You oh, can hear, yeah. He's and, like, oh that, oh, that hurts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fool's act like he got him again. He's playing him again. Yeah. Well, he's got all the dust kicked up. And the man's like, I think I see something. Well, Fool grabs his brick, drops the brick down, knocks the man out. <laughs> you did it again. Brick. Brick. <laughs> drops the brick. <laughs> yeah. Smashes him right on. He pulled a home alone. Yeah, he did. Harry. <laughs> yeah. So he hits the man in the head with the brick. <laughs> Woman starts freaking out. She goes over to the chimney with her gun. She grabs the gun, and she's got the gun up in the chimney now. Mm-hmm. Well, Fool and Alice has got climbed into the chimney, and they're holding on to each side. And they're getting ready to slide down. <laughs> yeah, they they go sliding down. The woman takes a shot, misses. The way it looked killed me. <laughs> they they're sliding down the chimney. They land on top of the woman. Here's the comedy aspect of it. Yeah, it's big comedy. So they're sitting there struggling with the gun. The gun falls and drops down the chimney some more. <laughs> Fool puts this woman in a headlock. And sticks his fingers clear up her nose. Yeah. And just starts like... Because she's choking him. Yeah, she's got a hold of him. She starts choking him. And uh, basically, just finally let him go. And she starts climbing out of the chimney. Yeah. And she, it was weird because she jumped out and she was like, Kaka! Yeah! Like she want to cuss or something. Yeah. Well, Fool tells Alice that she needs to go downstairs to get out. Because he's got, a, he's gonna go find the gun. Yeah, because it's funny because he's like, because uh, the gun fell all the way to the basement. Right. And he's like, you know where we're at? And she's like, no. He goes, this is the fireplace in the living room. You go ahead and go. I'm gonna go downstairs to get the gun. And she's like, uh, you come with me. He goes like, no. He's like, no. He's like, I'm gonna finish this. Yeah. Like he's taking charge. Yeah. He's he's ready to end it all. Right. So Alice goes down. She's downstairs. Well, while she's walking around downstairs, the woman's made her way down there. And uh, she confronts Alice, talking about how all this kind of stuff. Well, Alice stomps on the woman's toe, mm-hmm. knocks her down, completely throws the woman off. Tells her. Tells her that, uh, oh, what did she say? Now, uh, you can go to hell. Oh, oh, yeah. The man comes downstairs. After Alice stomped on her toe, she runs into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The man comes downstairs, and he was like, uh... The woman tells the man, she was like, he's turned her against me, my sweet Alice. Well, she can go to hell with the rest of them. Yeah. And just looks at the man's eyes, basically telling him, go ahead and kill her. Yep. Um, so he's going to, uh, he goes over, where did he go? He go? Did he go into the kitchen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went into the kitchen to shoot her. Um, pulls the gun out. They hear something at the door. Is that when they hear something at the door? No, they went in the kitchen first. Yeah. And then... That's when uh, she comes in right behind him. She goes, she couldn't have got out. The door's locked. Oh, she yeah, don't have yeah, a key. Yeah. yeah. So the, she's not in the in the kitchen anymore. So they start opening the cabinets and all this kind of stuff. When she goes over to the oven, she opens the oven and looks inside the oven. And Alice is actually in the vent. She reaches down under the vent and grabs her shoe off the top of the oven. I like that. <clears throat> so Fool's made his way down into the basement. So that's where the man's heading because he hears something down there. Mm-hmm. The woman stays up top. So what happens with the woman is she's up top. She hears a knock at the door, and it's Ruby. 
the girl that does the tarot readings for for it's his sister, oh, full it, sister. I guess it's his sister. That, yeah, they, because they, he said uh, your mom. And remember, she got offended by it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Leroy, you said your so, mom. Ruby, full sister, comes up, and she's talking about how she's trying to raise money, but then she starts bad-mouthing them as a landlord. Yeah. Talking about how they're no good, and they're just trying to get rid of people and, and all that good stuff. You're running the community, and she's like, there is no community. Yeah. The mom says that. Yeah, and then she shuts the door. All I see is a bunch of... And she starts to make up like she was going to say a bad word. Well, then right before she does it, Everybody in the community shows up in front of the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're talking about, now what you going to do? Now what are you going to do? Well, she goes to, to shut the door. Alice comes flying in from the ceiling, yep. lands on top of the woman, and bangs her head into the floor. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, all the, you can hear all the community out there talking about, hey, what's she she messed her up. Alice just kind of stands up and just starts looking. And you can hear actually people going, what What did she do to you? Yeah. What did she do to you? Or what did they do to you? Yeah. And uh, so now we go down to the basement where Man and Fool are. Man is hunting for Fool. Ends up finding him. He's, you know, taking shots at him and everything. Well, Fool backs, his, backs up against the wall where the guys, or the, the boys are under the stairs. One of the boys grabs Fool through the wall and starts dragging him along the wall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's he doing? Right. He pulls him over to the door and holds Fool in front of the lock on the door. And just as man's getting ready to shoot, he drops Fool so the man shoots the lock on the door. Yeah. Um, so the the boy that grabbed Fool and pulled him over to the door, he ends up taking Fool away, hiding him under the stairs. Mm-hmm. He pulls him over to the side and he was like, you know, he's trying to save him and all this it stuff. It was a... Uh... What's that guy's name from Street Fighter? It looked like Blanca. It was Blanca. Yeah, it looked just like Blanca. The boy looked like Blanca. Yeah. Well, I look for him to uh, jump in there and roll and then <laughs> start doing like electrocution. Yeah, go stuff. ahead. So he pulls full over this one little area and he's like, you, you saved me and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, I want to give you something. He doesn't say anything, but he motions like he wants to give him something. So he points over to the, a door. Mm. But he says, you can't open the door. He's like, you can't open it because it's booby trapped. And he goes over there and he... You know, full pulls a plug on it to like open it up, and he walks into uh, he opens the door, and he goes in there, and it's the treasure room. Yeah, it's got looks like millions of dollars. It's mm-hmm. got gold coins. It's got all kinds of stuff. In yeah. There. Well, now we go back upstairs, and Ruby's like walking through the house, and she ends up walking back outside for whatever reason, and then because the, door the woman's gone. Yeah, the woman's gone. They, yeah, they don't know what happened to her. She's even got up and left. So, and uh, the grandpa, <coughs> grandpa was walking with Ruby upstairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, uh, they, they go to the, the basement, and then the man goes up, to, goes up to the basement door from, from the basement. Yeah. They shut the door and knock the man down back, back down the stairs. Then they turn around and they see that Mama's not on the floor. No there more. you go, yeah. So now Ruby's going outside. She's trying to figure, she's asking everybody outside if they, you know, seen where Mama went. Well, then the door shuts. Ruby turns around and she thought that Alice shut the door. She's like, "We just want to help you. You know, we just try, we're just trying to help you." Um. So Mama is made her way into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Alice goes over there. She can't open the door. She tries to go to the panel to hit the switch to unlock the door, and it says "System Override." Right. She hears Mama talking. She's like, "Do you really think I was just gonna let you leave that easy?" Yeah. She walks into the kitchen. 
And she's got her back turned to, to Alice. And she was Alice was like, I see you. And Mama turned around slowly. She's like, I see you too. And she pulls out this giant knife. And she's like, like you can go to hell. And she starts chasing Alice through the uh, through the house. She uh, she gets Alice over to the stairs. She gets her pinned down on the stairs. She's getting ready to stab her. Well, out of nowhere, one of the boys comes up through the stairs. Bianca, uh, Blanca. Was it Blanca? Yeah. He comes up through the stairs, grabs Mama's arm, pulls it down into the stairs, and starts eating it. Mm-hmm. Starts taking a big old bite out of her. She drops the knife. Did, that was another thing real quick. I don't, I don't remember if you said it. You probably did. But when we were talking about were they eating people and remember the dog? Remember the dog when he started coming up to uh, full? And he's like, what have you been eating? Because oh, he's yeah. trying to hold it. It was when they were fighting. And you was, because you said there ain't no way a boy could hold a dog. Oh, yeah. And he's like, what are you, they've been feeding you. And all of a sudden he, he coughed up. Uh, the ring. The ring, yeah. I forgot all about that. So that's why when you said earlier, you said, I don't know if it was that boy's hand. Yeah, it's Spencer's hand. Yeah. All right, but anyway. I forgot all about that part. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he sure spit that ring right back out. <laughs> and, and Fool's face was, uh, he sold it good. He was like, do what? He's like, huh? <laughs> I was like, I, forgot, I can't believe I forgot that. So anyway, so guy comes out of the basement steps, bites uh, the woman's hand. She goes, she goes up against the window. Well, she's bouncing around the house, and every time she bounces off a wall, another boy pops out of the wall. Mm-hmm. So they're all coming up now from the cellar, and they're grabbing her, and uh, they're basically just like cornering her. Mm-hmm. Well, she makes her way into the kitchen, and Alice is in the kitchen. Alice ends up stabbing Mama with a knife. Yes. She stabs her. She kind of backs away into the hallway. She's trying to turn around to leave. And all the boys just start gathering around her. Gathering gathering around her. She turns around, slowly pulls the knife out, picks up the knife like she's going to charge at Alice again. One of the boys comes out of the uh, cabinet door in the kitchen. They just surround Mama. They've had enough. They take her down. Yeah, because she says, don't she finally look at her and go, uh, you disobeyed your mama, and she was like, "You're not She's my like, mom." You're not my mom. You never were. And that's when she loses it. Yep. So she makes at her. They take her down, and they start dragging her out of the kitchen. They end up dragging her over to the basement and throwing her down the stairs. Mm-hmm. They look like they slit her throat. Yeah, and she's laying on the ground, and you can see where they cut her throat. So mama's dead now. And the hu- the man, the man's been downstairs the whole time. He's in the basement whenever they throw mama down. He walks over, sees it, and he's still trying to find Fool. Fool's mm-hmm. still in the treasure room. <clears throat> well, Fool is looking around, and he sees uh, he found a bunch of dynamite inside the treasure room. Right. Man makes his way in there. He was like, I know what you're doing. You're you know, flicking the coins through your fingers. I do it all the time, and I'm still going to do it. And he can hear the coins dropping. Mm-hmm. Like, So man jumps around the corner, and he's looking to see... He, Expecting to find Fool there counting the coin. Fool's taking these coins and put them in this candle. And every time the candle's burning down a little bit, there's a coin falling. Right. It was pretty slick. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> so he sees that. Fool pops up behind him with these two wires. Man turns around and points a gun at him. And basically, Fool's done wired up the dynamite to blow if he touches these wires together. Mm-hmm. And he tells the man, he's like, I'm not going to tell you again. Put the gun down. If you don't put the gun down, I'll blow you away. The man stud, you know, kind of stops for a second, pulls the gun up to shoot Fool. Fool dumps out of the way, pushes the wires together, 
dynamite goes off. Goes kabooey. Blows up the man and all the money. Yep. Well, that set off a chain reaction for the rest of the dynamite that the man had put it throughout the house. Yeah. So now you got dynamite blowing up all over the place. Mm-hmm. You got the money blowing up, blowing out there. You get a shot of the community outside, and they're just dancing around, pulling the money out of the sky. Yeah. Well, now you see... Just playing a little music. They're playing the music. The man or the all the communities out there grabbing the money. You see all the boys one at a time coming out yeah. of the crowd, and they're just like they're finally outside. They start making their way off um, mm-hmm. as the crowd's just kind of rolling out, grabbing the money. The boys are making off, kind of fade. Well, hold on. Alice comes down the stairs. She's like fool, and she finds him, and he's sitting there. Remember on mm-hmm. the, and she goes, "You okay?" And he goes. I feel like a million bucks. Yeah. And he smiles at her. And then that's... You get the big shot of all the money. Yeah. Flying out and all the boys are coming out into the crowd and they just kind of just leave. Yep. They don't want no part of it. It's got some old 91 hip hop music going on. Yep. Get that old uh, Run DMC type music. Yep. Fade to black. That's the end. The end of the people under the stairs. under the stairs. Right on. So is it good as you remember... Yeah, I dug it, man. Like I said, I really do, man. Uh, you want to do your review first? You no, me you go right ahead. All right, so it's time, I guess, for the pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. <clears throat> okay, so I really dug the movie. I think the acting from Mama. Alice did a great job, too. Yeah. I think the whole cast, I mean, all the cast did a good job. But the the uh, three that really stuck out to me was Alice, Mom, and, or Woman and Man. They, this guy that played Man, I'm surprised he wasn't a huge star. Like, I just, I looked up some of his stuff and, you know, he, he, he played in some movies, yeah. but it wasn't like. High grade. I was gonna say I don't remember him from anything other than me this. neither. The mom, or what well, I keep saying, the mom woman, she was creepier sometimes than the man was. That mommy dearest man. Yeah, that's that's the that's the vibe that I got from her. Um, I really dug. I, I dug the concept of the film. I like the fact that uh, they gave you some backstory to it. And honestly, and you're gonna laugh at this. I wouldn't want to see a backstory to this uh, of that family because I think they'd be trippy. <laughs> like that was enough for me. It'd be a different kind of movie. I would have changed the way the boys looked because they did look too zombified to me. Yeah. Um, I would have showed more of them having their eyes cut out, ears cut off. You know, right. I, I think that would have been cool. Yeah. But as far as the effects, I thought the effects looked really good. Uh, when the music was intense, I really liked that. And I don't know if you noticed, but there were certain spots that uh, when they were on the hunt, like all of a sudden, the music would just cut off and it would be dead silent. Yeah. I thought that was really unique. Um, <clears throat> like I said, it had a lot of humor in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, it was an entertaining movie. I will say, as far as a downfall, I feel like it drug on a little bit. I didn't remember that this movie being that long. It was almost two hours long. Yeah, it was like an hour forty-one minutes, forty or something. Minutes, yeah. yeah, and uh, I don't know. Like I said, uh, I really, I did. I enjoyed the film, and my rating, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. 
if you've never seen The People Under Stairs, I definitely recommend the film. Um, it's up to you whether you want to add it to your collection because, I mean, I've had it in my collection for years. And like I said, this is, I haven't probably watched this film in, man, 10 years. So that just shows you what, you know. It's probably been longer than that since I've seen it. But I'm going to, uh, here's my thing. Thumbs up. I do recommend you to watch it. Uh, I'm going to give it a B plus. It doesn't hit that A for me just because um, I have seen better films. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like there were some things that drug out. I really, like I said, I really dug the acting. But uh, it's not it's not one of my favorite films. Right. I'll put it that way. Horror films, you yeah. know. So I'm going to give it a solid B plus. Right on. Well, we're, we're, we're pretty pretty even killed. All right. Uh, yeah. Your biggest downfall is the thing that really gets the movie underrated for me. Because the movie was way too long. There was, like, the chase scenes and stuff. I feel like most of them are drug out. Yeah. And I feel like a good 15 or 20 minutes could have been taken out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like there were times <clears throat> where it just, like... But me, even me and you said it, like, when the movie was finally over, it was like, man, I thought it was... There were, like, moments where you thought, hey, that's the end of it. Yeah. Oh, wait, they're going to keep going. Yeah. And then there was another 15, 20 minutes. Right. So I really think, like, that's my biggest thing on this movie is just I feel like it was just way too long. Yeah. There were, like, scenes that could have been cut out that they didn't need in there. Um, the acting, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Fool for me made the movie. Because just the way that he, I mean, the man and the woman were creepy, obviously. They, you know. But I love Fool's acting and his one-liners that he had. He's a talented uh, oh, yeah, he is. actor. Um, and I think him and uh, Alice played really well off each other, too. Yeah. Um, not to take away from the man and the woman because, you know, they were the creepy aspect of it. But, yeah, she – you can't tell me that the woman that played uh, Mama didn't take some tips from Mommy Dearest. Because mm-hmm. she had the Mommy Dearest look – she had, like, the facial expressions sometimes. Yeah, she did good, man. She did a really good, creepy job. Um, yeah. I, I don't like the way the boys looked, like you said. Yeah. They did look too much like zombies um, when they were just boys that were out of the sun for so long and just dirty. But they had, like, their bone structure on their faces was weird. Yeah. It, it just didn't fit for me. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to give it a thumbs up because okay. I definitely think you should check it out. If you've never seen the movie before, never even heard of it, where have you been for the last 31 years? And it is something new. It, it is something, or something different. It's something different, but it's one of those classic horror movies. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. If you're a collector, add it to your collection. <clears throat> um, and I'm going to give it a B. Okay. Because, like I said, the the, it was just like there were dead spots in it that right. just didn't fit for me. Didn't work. One more thing I'll add to mine real quick. I'm keeping it a B plus, of course, because like I said, that's what I feel about it. But talking about the kids, that's one thing I wish. Uh, like when we seen the newspaper clippings, mm-hmm. I would have liked to seen more more of it. Yeah, like names. Yes, I would. Li- I would like to seen at least something about. Uh, this kid's being taken. Right. But other than that, I mean, like I said, yeah. So, all right. So I gave it a B plus. You're giving it a B. Give it a B. Uh, that is our rating for 
the people under the stairs, and John John is gonna drop some knowledge. <laughs> what do you mean some knowledge? He's gonna, he's gonna drop some some info. So normally we're on. Uh, last year we did really good about what we were going to um, review. I mean, we had the whole year booked. Right. Well, May is coming up. Last year we did prom night. Uh, and, of course, May is graduating. So, Brandy, this is just up to you. Uh-huh. How would you feel about one of the films for next month being The Faculty? Oh, I love that movie. So, you're down with that I'm one? I'm down with that one. Okay, so The Faculty will be our next one. Right on. And then one that I've never seen... Uh, it's come out in 1981. It's horror suspense, and it's called Graduation Day. I don't think I've ever seen it either. I never have either. Yeah. So that, that sounds good to me. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, I kind of just sprung it up on him, but as we were doing the podcast, I was trying to figure out what we could do for graduation. Mm-hmm. So the next episode will be the faculty, and Great then, movie. and then of course Graduation Day. So and that'll be our. And that, that one will come out right around the time uh, the graduation is in, in town. Right. So that kind of worked out perfect. And I want to run something else by you real quick before we sign off here. Um, I know you're going to laugh at me. Probably. Would you consider The Wizard of Oz any type of horror? I mean... I know it's not labeled it, but I'm just asking, seriously. If you're Austin Powers and you have a fear of small people... Man, I don't know. I was reading something. Parents need to know that the 1939 fantasy, The Wizard of Oz, contains several scenes that may be scary for young children, almost all of which the green-skinned Wicked Witch of the West and her band of creepy flying monkeys. And then, I'm, you know, it's just, it's musical fantasy. Yeah. But I just always kind of wondered if that, I don't know, dude, like the trees coming alive and stuff like that, you know? I, don't, I, don't I mean, I'm not saying I want to review it, but... If you read some of the backstory into the movie... Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. pretty horrifying. That being said, and we don't get paid to plug them, if you don't have the Shudder app or Shudder channel, whatever, you need to get it and watch. There's a season, the first season is called Cursed Films. Now they just released the second season, and the very first episode of the second season is The Wizard of Oz. And me and my wife sat down and watched it, I think they have one on like the Poltergeist oh, too. Yes, that's yeah. the first season. Yeah, but this first, se- the second season, the first episode, man, is about the Wizard of Oz, dude. It's, man, you learn some stuff. Oh yeah, like I, I've never seen that episode, but I've seen videos online because I'm like, there's a YouTube channel that I follow called Watch Mojo, and they do like top twenty of this and all this kind of stuff, and that's one of the things they talked about is like movies that had weird things happen on set. You have to watch this one because they actually bring relatives of the cast on there to talk about. Really? It. Yeah, like the Wicked Witch's uh, son is on there, really? and he goes into detail about how she got burned oh, and all this the, stuff. Yeah, I mean all this stuff, and um, Judy Garland's daughter, mm-hmm. she's on it. I mean, like they actually got cast members, um, the Munchkins. Mm-hmm. They're on there talking. I mean, it's cool to hear it from that side that perspective. Yeah, I have to check it out. All right. With that being said, we're fixing to sign off here. We hope you enjoyed this uh, week's episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. Uh, you you know the spiel. You can find us anywhere podcasts are available. And like I said, be sure to check us out on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And Randy, you got anything else to add? So I'm ready to watch faculty now. <laughs> right. So that'll be our next episode will be the faculty. 
All right. So with that being said, as always, guys and gals, remember to always stay scared. Stay spooky.